0: Here we go, baby! One more night, another show. <laughs> Let's go! It is the Dynasty Hot Sauce Podcast, and I am Larry Monkey, and I am here as always with Mister At Run
1: DFF, Justin
0: Rogers.
2: What's up, man?
1: Once again, an excited, very thorough intro there. Well done, sir. <laughs> yes. <It just> came <laughs> What's to going me. on, man?
0: It all just came to me, man. <laughs> It's all the party
1: planning you're doing that's got you hyped again, I think.
0: I've been referencing my almost six-year-old for like a couple of months now. And now the day is here. Tomorrow she will be six. And yeah, man, I was running around today trying to get some uh, last-minute things done. I grabbed some flowers. I I picked up a cookie puss. You ever pick up a cookie puss?
1: No. No. I have no idea what that is. Oh. It, sounds, it sounds like something from the bar, but I'm not well, sure. Well,
0: hey, somebody on this podcast tonight is is jealous that I picked up a cookie post today.
2: I'm jealous.
1: Well, there's a voice. Oh, there's oh, a foreign voice to this podcast. So, you know, Larry, we yeah. don't often record on Monday nights. You realize Ooh, that, right?
0: You're right. I see we, where we you're going. We generally
1: record on Tuesdays and Wednesdays. We Ooh. haven't recorded on a Monday in probably months. God. And here we are on a Monday night.
0: Oh, we have a senior editor and writer and co-host and blah, 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 blah. She's the four for four. OG, Jennifer Aikens, the Monday mommy at the Monday Mommy. Oh, thanks
2: so much for joining us. Welcome to the show. Whoa. Uh thanks for having me. I don't know that I'm that uh, that hyped. I need to get there. Um, but no, I am excited to be here. Um, thank you guys for having me. Yeah. Um, and it is a Monday. I didn't even notice that. I it's funny. You know, like everyone always asks me about my name and it's one of those things. It's like, you know, you make a Twitter name when you first show up like 15 years ago. And then now it's like, yeah. I've, I've debated switching it, but I mean, I'm stuck with it. It is me, you know?
1: Yeah, it's your wow. brand now. So
0: I wouldn't know anything about that.
1: <laughs> yeah, no,
0: <laughs> at FF Larry Monkey. Who the hell is that guy? <laughs> anyway, ah, oh, so it's so great to have you on. God, I mean, I don't even know where to start. You've been a part of the fantasy football scene for a really long time. Uh, you're an OG. You got into fantasy football even a little bit before me, because I'm kind of old too. Well, I mean, old in the sense of
1: fantasy football.
2: No, you know. can call me old. It's okay. Go ahead. <laughs> no, seriously. But compared to that
1: Larry Monkey Mouth, holy no, shit. No, Larry. seriously.
2: Like I'm total. I get it. I own it. Like I mean, I'm not like an old lady, but compared to a fantasy football, like some of these like twenty-something year olds, oh, absolutely, right, yeah. I'm, old, I'm old. We just hired a guy um, at 444 who is 16. And I'm not kidding you. He's the best analyst we have. Like, like
1: no, these kids are learning. They're look, he's they're 16. Like, I'm sure. They're in classes, and they're like, I can apply this to fantasy football. Yeah.
2: I'm
1: like, I took a, I haven't taken statistics in college, and that was oh. 18 years ago. So I don't remember shit. You know? No. Me they're either. they're cranking out spreadsheets. It's amazing stuff that they're doing.
0: So when did you first hear about or get into fantasy football? And 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 what I also like to know is who's the title winning player that set you on your path?
2: So when I, uh, let's see, a friend of mine from college asked me, this was 1996. I had recently graduated from college and a friend of mine asked me to share a fantasy football team with him. Um, I had no idea what he was talking about. I mean, other than, you know, I mean, I had been a football fan my whole life. I was literally, my, my family, my parents, our original Miami Dolphins season ticket holders, like from 1965 when they, with the expansion draft. So I was like in the womb, I've been a fantasy football fan. I mean, I'm sorry, a football fan, an NFL fan forever. Like, I don't remember a point when I, you know what I'm saying? It's one of those things like, I don't even remember learning the game of football. Like no one sat down with me and said, okay, you have four tries to go 10 yards. Like, it's just something that was always a part of me. Right. Yeah. Um, anyway, so the a friend of mine. Were
0: away. The dolphins were good back then. Too. Absolutely,
2: yeah. I was born actually right uh, right around the the undefeated season. Hmm. Uh, but anyway, um, a friend of mine, yeah, 1996, who I you know used to watch football with in college, asked me to share a team with him. I was like, sure. I had no idea. He dragged me to the you know it was a live draft, of course, because there was no internet at that time. Yeah, I was hooked. I mean, we shared a team that year. And then uh, I, you know, I've had my own teams, you know, obviously ever since. And, you know, as far as a title, like, I don't remember, it's weird. I'm one of those people, like, I think because this will be my 25th year playing fantasy football, I don't remember teams. Like, I just don't. Like, there's so many people that are like, you know, know, 1998, I had this guy and this guy. I don't really remember that, unfortunately. I've won plenty of titles over the years. I don't really remember a lot of it. Um, I will say I do remember my very first pick was Ricky Waters in 1996. (laughs) <laughs> um, I do remember that. Um, I can remember little bits and pieces over the years. Like I can remember, you know, Jameis Winston won me a title two years ago. But in the two thousands and the two thousand tens are all a blur. I got nothing. Yeah,
0: no, I'm with you. <laughs> I'm with you too. I mean, Terrell Davis is probably my Ricky Waters. Right. Uh, I got again. I shared a team in like 1997, and then I got my own. Then I was on a, in a Yahoo League in 1998, like a like a uh, like a random.
2: Yeah, the public Yahoo
0: league. Yeah, Yeah. public. Yeah. So yeah, Terrell Davis for me. And uh, you're right. All those years in between, there are a couple of yeah, titles just... that stick out. For There's a couple moments, maybe not even titles, but yeah, I, I remember one great season like that. was almost my perfect, it was like a perfect season that for me, that would have been, I think, I think it was 2011. That was when Stafford threw for 5,000 yards and Calvin Johnson s- scored mm-hmm. a million touchdowns. And what was it? Uh, LeSean, Shady McCoy like had a touchdown, scored mad touchdowns that season.
2: Yeah, but yeah, that,
0: that's uh, that's the one that sticks out of my mind. But yeah, Rick you know,
2: gorgeous, baby, now that you yeah, now that you say that, I do remember the um, like the Peyton Manning, like Demarius Thomas, Eric Decker, like that yeah. trio. I don't
0: know. So you you just kind of hit the ground running. And that was it, huh? You just were hooked right out of the gate.
2: Yeah, I mean, I didn't, uh, I didn't, you know, approach it as a career for for much longer after that. Um, but yes, I mean, I've I've always played. Um, since then, since '96, uh, you know, I think back in that time, there weren't like multiple people didn't have multiple leagues. Yeah, you know I mean, you just had your one league and you played. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't remember. I mean, I guess maybe there was like an office league and a home league, but you know, I don't remember. I had one league, that same league that that my friend uh, got me in in '96. I was in that league for probably ten, maybe twelve years, um, and then yeah. they disbanded. And then when I met my now husband, at the time, he had a league that they needed somebody. So I joined that one and that was in 2000 or 2001. And I was in that one for about 10 years or so. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I just kind of, I loved it from the beginning and, you know, if I could have made a career out of it at that point, I probably would have, but that didn't exist at that point. Um, I've always been in the sports industry. I've done a lot of, um, I don't know if you looked at, I, I don't even know if it's on my bio, but, Um, I've done a lot of random stuff. I worked for the Atlanta Hawks. I I worked for the Colorado Rockies. I worked for like a senior PGA tournament. I worked for the 96 Olympics. I've done all kinds of random stuff. Like anything in this. Yeah. I mean, anything in the sports world, I kind of went after it. That's awesome. Um, Yeah. yeah. And so before fantasy came back around to me, I was working in the regular real football world. So I was actually covering the Broncos for Bleacher Report, did that for a while. And then, I discovered fantasy Twitter. I mean, honestly, and I just kind of started networking with people and I was like, wait a minute, like I could actually do this. Like, and I just kind of did, you know, I actually, uh, you know, I'm really fortunate. I, I slid into to the owner of four for four. I slid into him, his DMs one day and I was like, Hey, are you guys hiring writers? And I haven't left, you know, I just kept, uh, when was that? That was, um, this will be my sixth season. So I wrote two articles my first year. I wrote a tight end streaming article and I wrote a mailbag article. And then I just like each year, it just kind of, you know, piles on more. And then now I'm editor too and all this other stuff. So right, it's been a fun ride. It's been a great ride. I mean, it's not, uh, you know, there's not a lot of people out there that can say they do this as a full-time career. Most people do it as a, as a side gig, but. Um, it is or my just
1: fun- a hobby for a, yeah a no, hobby where,
2: yeah no, no money exchanged no I get it but um you know for me it is my full-time job and I love it I mean there's times that I can say that I'm probably a little jaded and a little bitter <laughs> I'm not gonna lie you know I, there's times that I have to kind of remind myself like when I'm completely sitting there bitching to my husband for an hour and then I'm like wait a minute like I get to write and talk about fantasy football for a little yeah there's a lot I, of I need list- to
1: shut up yeah there's a lot of listeners out there that are like Sorry.
2: Page. Yeah, totally. And doing, I know that. Yeah. I know that. And every now and then I'll forget, <laughs> and then I'll bring myself back.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, that's cool. Everyone gets a little burnt out on work, no matter what you do. I clicked on four for four, and there was just
0: you pump out a lot of content. What exactly do you got going on there? Like, did you get to do regular <laughs> stuff or regular articles, or you got some one-offs here or there? How's that work?
2: Well, during the off season, it's kind of a free for all, but we have certain like series we do so. We always do player profiles, so there's going to be a ton of just, you know, what you know, an opinion on a certain player. Um, this year we started a new series, which is, uh, you know, death Chart Battles. So it's like, say, like Johnny Smith versus Hunter Henry or, you know, which of the three wide receivers from the Bengals are you going to go for? You know, that kind of thing. So Ooh. kind of jump in there. Um, we do all kinds of stuff. I mean, I used to be – I was the tight end person for the last five years. Um, I just – I don't want to say pawn that off, but really, I just pawned that off. And I'm so happy because I've been trying to get rid of it for a bit. I do like tight end, but it just got to be like, I just got tired of it. I, I did it every year and it doesn't change. It's super it's frustrating. Same
0: three, same three guys. It's the top. same.
2: <laughs> you can swap out like, you know, Waller kind of entered up instead of Andrews. They they slid. But yeah, it's the same. and it's it's So yeah, um, I don't focus on that anymore, which, which is kind of nice, but kind of all over the map. I mean, I do a lot know, of best ball. Yeah, I do a lot of best ball content. I do a lot of uh, redraft. I don't do dynasty and I don't do... Actually, I did some betting last year because we have a betting section, but I'm not going to be doing that this year. So that's kind of the off season. And then once the season starts, then I actually have specific... I do an article called the Deadweight Report that I started about three years ago. It's kind of the opposite of the waiver wire, right? It's guys that you should drop every week that you don't want to drop, but you should. Um, so I started that about three years ago. It's kind of one of my favorite articles to write. And then I write a uh, I write a kicker article. I love. And I saw that in your in your loose agenda. But yeah, so I write a kicker article, and then I don't even know. this year I'm not sure the content plan is all the way set, but kind of all over the place. I'm kind of the Swiss Army uh, at four for four four. There's some people that have very specific niches, and I'm kind of someone that if no one else will do it, I'll do it. I mean, I did a I wrote a huge, comprehensive uh, Scott Fishbowl article. Strategy article. Yeah, it was funny. I really didn't want to do it, and nobody else wanted to do it. So, of course, in the end, I'm like, "Fine, I'll do it." And then I ended up really enjoying it, and it got um, a lot of people really liked it and appreciated it. So, um, I'm glad I did it, but I begrudgingly did it.
1: Since we mentioned it, how do you how do you feel about your SFB team? What, you know, well, first, I guess what division are you in? Where'd you draft from? And then,
2: okay, I am in the Grateful Dead division. I was in the 12 spot. Okay, yeah. And, you know, it's funny. Get, before this pod, I was like, you know, I should probably pull up my team because I couldn't even remember. Like, I can remember a few, but then I was like, wow, I don't remember my team. So I'm going to pull it up so I can chat about it here. It feels um, like I, forever know, ago. It really was. And I'm looking oh. at my team. I'm like, okay, I don't hate it. Like, there's, <laughs> there's a few picks that maybe I wouldn't it's have. you
1: like looking it. back on it like, oh, yeah, I remember this draft. Yeah,
2: I kind of <laughs> remember it. I'm a little bummed. Of course, the one issue I have is that I did take Michael Thomas in the fifth round. So oh. that's – um. Mm.
0: That's Bush a, school. that's
2: a bummer. It's not the worst. It's not like taking acres. Like he's not out, out, but like
0: me. Oh you,
2: yeah, you did. Yeah. That's, but that's
0: I also true. have, I have Henderson. So,
2: Oh, then yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Not a, um, I, I didn't, I didn't draft him intentionally. Like he just kept falling to me and I had no choice and I took him. And thankfully
2: that's awesome. No, seriously. Yeah. I actually really liked Henderson prior. I mean, not obviously no one could, you know, but I mean, right. as a, as a, as a late guy, I, I have plenty of Henderson in best ball from before yeah. the injury. I think, uh, you know, he was at least – he was a good pick then. Uh, but, yeah, so in the from the 12th spot, I actually – I ended up – you know, I'm one of those people. I'm not a strict, rigid drafter, like strategy-wise. I'm definitely – I am a go-with-the-flow drafter with, with everything. Um, sure. I feel like you have to be. I think a lot of people are too, like, obsessive about, okay, if you're going to go zero RB or – or you know, modified zero B or what hyper fragile or whatever. Oh, you're pulling up my team. Look at that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so the first round mm-hmm. I knew that I wanted to get um a quarterback and then either a top running back if they fell or a top tight end if they fell. Oh, so I 3-1. ended up going at three. So yeah, well, yeah. I ended up going mm-hmm. Herbert Henry and then Rogers was a gamble at three one, but I'm yep. pretty pretty psyched that I have him there. I mean Well,
1: you know. I took him at the two oh two, so Oh you I, did. Oh, okay. I did? Yeah.
2: So mm-hmm. I'm really, you know, I wanted to, and then I got Allen at, at four twelve with the uh, the stack there with Herbert, nice. so I was so happy yeah, about that. Yeah, yeah, I've got that stack, which I was kind of hoping that fell to me. I was waiting because I really, you know, a lot of people, you know, their plan was to fade wide receivers, right, in, in Scott Fishbowl, but I just and I didn't plan on getting three in the first six picks, but I just they just kept falling. I was like, I can't pass up the stack. And then when Thomas was there, I was just like, I can't pass that up yeah, either Thomas, and fifth then,
0: round, Michael Thomas.
2: Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's from right. the fifth round. Um, so yeah, I mean, I don't love my running back situation after Henry at all, but mm-hmm. I'm hoping that someone will emerge either off the waiver wire or Gaskin is, you know, ends up being that lead back that, you know, I hope he is. Um, I'm not a huge Daniel Jones fan, but I feel like he's fine for that third quarterback spot. You know, yeah. Yeah.
0: starting starting quarterback. I mean, now. yeah,
2: like I don't think he's gonna lose his job this year. So that's kind of you know, maybe he will. Who knows? Um, and I like you know, as you guys know, I like kickers. So I really, I wanted to get two. I almost took a third, but I had to force myself not to.
0: So you got Harrison Butker with the, which was at the thirteen one, which was the third kicker chosen now were you planning were you thinking about kicker in that 12th round or did somebody take one you're like okay i gotta get one now
2: um i was thinking about it in that round that was i was gonna take my first one at that point and so i I can't remember i think someone took uh justin tucker who was not on my radar anyway and then i was like yeah i I was really i think i was debating between budker and bass because those are my two favorite kickers this year And, um, yeah, I just took him. I was like, you know what, based on who else is there, I feel like he's going to score the same amount of points. You know, when you you get to those later rounds and you're gambling on a guy getting, you know, eight touches all season versus a kicker that's going to be out there every week, I just felt like, you know – yeah, yeah, that's kind of, kind of why I went that route.
0: Now you um, like to stream kickers, love, right?
2: Yeah, I'm planning on doing no. it in Scott Fishbowl too. Okay, that
0: was my question. Is that an objective of yours? Oh yeah, because there was yeah.
2: plenty that weren't drafted. I mean, there were more drafted, I think, in mine than in some others. Like there's others mm-hmm. where I was seeing people getting like Butker or Bass and the, with their last pick. I'm just like, ah, I'm, I'm a huge proponent of streaming kickers and regular, you know, in regular fantasy. Um, I think if you do it right and you look for the right indicators. It could be like a 10 to 12 point swing that people just don't people just ignore because they it, it's cool to hate kickers and people just don't care about it. And they'll just trot whichever one out there that they drafted at the beginning of the year. And it's just you're wasting, you know, you, you, there's an advantage there, you know, and the things I mean, for the listeners, I don't know, you know if anyone. But as far as the indicators that I look for for kickers. I don't know how we're going to turn this into a kicker pod, but um, it's a risk you get when you have me on.
0: Let's do it. This is like like our charity league redraft (laughs) series, if you want to call it that. uh, We're we're, we're happy to, to, you know, everybody's (laughs) in. Everyone's thinking about their redraft leagues right now. No, totally. A lot of people do still
2: have kickers. No, but the things that I personally, I look for in kickers, you want a high implied team total that week. You want preferably a home kicker, right? And you want... Yeah. I mean, they, they, you know, statistically they kick better at home. You want a high and play team total and you want a high favorite. So like a team that's favored by seven, you know, at home, that kicker is going to, there's just more opportunity for them to score.
0: Do you stay away from a Justin Tucker because you don't want to be like stuck keeping him on your team? Because if I feel like you have a Justin Tucker on your team, you're not streaming kickers, right? Just because he's Justin Tucker. You You know, know?
2: it depends. I know people think it's crazy, but there are times that I'll, I'll have two kickers for a week. Like if I end up, like if I'm in a league where just for some reason nobody takes kickers and we're in the, you know, because I won't take a kicker to the final round, like in redraft. Yeah. I'm not that good yeah. I mean, you know, I wait to the final round and I'll usually take whatever the, that first week matchup is that I look at. But if for some reason people let them fall and, I'll, and, I, and I can get like a Butker or one of the, you know, one of the higher ranked um, overall kickers, sometimes based on a matchup, I'll drop like a scrub and just pick up, you know, someone for that week. Say it's Daniel Carlson if they have a good matchup or whoever it is. And then I'll drop him, you know, that next week. But sometimes I will carry two kickers for just one week. If, you know, Butker has a tough away game against, you know, the bills or something or something where, you know, it's a tough defense and they're not going to put yeah. up as many points as they yeah. normally he would. got a
0: bye week and then he's got a sweet matchup on the, yeah, on I mean, yeah. And,
2: and I'm sure most people case. think that's, cra- yeah, I mean, I'm sure most people think that's crazy, but I'm not opposed to just carrying two kickers for one week, especially because there's always someone on your roster you can get rid of. I know, People have yeah. emotional attachments and it's really hard for people to drop certain players. Um, yeah. Like Paris
0: you, Campbell, you know, for, is a good example. Unless he, Hey, like, he's um, right there
2: team? on my team. You see him? I know. Him? But, <laughs> but I mean, with, with the quarterback. and no, I know. With the quarterback yeah. No, I know. Now,
0: I mean. What, what, oh yeah.
2: He may be one of the first to go from my roster. We'll see. We'll <laughs> see what happens. Um, yeah. And you know, Jake, it's funny. Cause Jacob Harris, I was really excited about him. And then I yeah. forgot I had Higby already when I drafted him, and I was like, "Oh, you got crap. the
0: the handcuff."
2: Yeah, I somehow yeah. handcuffed
0: my. Uh, <laughs> I, <didn't>
1: handcuff,
2: yeah. <laughs> I handcuffed <laughs> my tight end Rams, and I did not mean to. So
1: you'd make my my buddy Jeff real proud for uh, <laughs> handcuffing someone else besides a running back. He, I didn't he mean to, to at me.
2: all. It was a total <laughs> mistake. But there's just so much <laughs> hype around Jacob Harris. Uh, he's so
0: he's having like, a good camp too. Yeah, so I was like, plays, screw right?
2: it. I'm just gonna grab him. And Wait,
1: let's be, be honest, Larry. Who's not having a good camp right now besides? And
2: really? Michael I'm kind of, I'm excited about OJ Howard. I, I really, uh, really wasn't, I think he,
0: he was just activated no? from like up or something or, I
2: don't know, maybe, but you know, looking at doing the research I did, I did one tight end article a couple weeks ago and looking at the research of like the splits, like with him, like the first four games last season, I don't have the exact numbers. So, you know, they're not in my head, but the right. first four games last year when Howard was healthy that was like Gronk's worst four games and Howard was pretty good, you know? And I think Gronk is, look, he's declining. We can all agree with that. He's not the same and they may want to save him, you know, for the playoffs or whatever. So I feel like Howard is kind of secretly might be pretty good this year. I mean, I'm not expecting this huge breakout where he's going to be like top five tight end, but he may be fantasy relevant more than, you know, people think he's going to be. I'm
1: looking forward to buying OJ Howard again this season for for 2022, seriously. (laughs) Because I, <laughs> yeah. I think it's going to be depressed just enough by all the tight ends there that he won't break, break out and everyone will just completely give up on him. You'll get him for fourth round picks. Yeah, it's it's going to be like of- he's going to be a waiver wire fodder in some leagues and I'm going to be grabbing him.
0: You're a Georgia, so you're a Georgia fan, right? University yes, of Georgia. That's, absolutely. Uh, that is a coincidence. You know why that is a coincidence? Because my partner over The here, Dogs.
2: <laughs>
0: who's your favorite fantasy player from Georgia? I think I might know Justin's.
2: You know, it's hard to pick one. So I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a few. I'm gonna go a couple different eras. So Ooh, my nice. first one is gonna be Heinz Ward. Nice. Because I love Heinz Ward and I loved him back in the day. We all like,
0: I we mean, all right?
2: How do you not love Heinz Ward? Um, And then I guess uh, uh, on a more modern fantasy front, I mean, it would have to be girly. Like, I know it's short, but he was such a stud. Todd Girly. I
1: have this bitterness for Girly. I have this bitterness.
2: What? Why?
1: Because he threw everything away for some autographs and a few thousand dollars.
2: Oh, back oh from Georgia. Yeah, he's, he's right. fantasy football though. Not well, like I know. So personal. I got I got salty
1: about it. I got salty about it, <laughs> and, then, and so then I was like, I don't want anything to do with that dude. Like, you know, we were a national championship quality team, and he's like, I'm gonna go sign some autographs and like do it on the low low man. Don't do it in a room with some I video know. cameras and stuff. That's salty.
2: If you're, if you're, if listen, if you've been a Georgia fan, as long as you have, and and I have like, you just national championship quality, like, listen, we all know know that, yeah, it's just, they're the most frustrating team in the entire universe to root for. And when Stanford
1: and AJ, when, when that team played Bama, I was living out in Yellowstone and I had to go (laughs) to a friend's house, a friend's, not a, not a house. I, I take that back. A friend's travel trailer. Because right. out there, you yeah. either lived in a in a dorm or it was like backwards. If you lived in a trailer, you were high class.
2: Right. Okay.
1: So I got a, I got a trailer the last summer I was there, and I so I lived in the trailer park, and Man, this is- I went over to a friend's <laughs> travel trailer. They happened to be Bama fans, and they had the TV under the awning. We were sitting outside, And we got demolished, fans. and I don't want to talk about it anymore. But that yeah. was yeah, it's that was like me- the first real heartbreaker.
2: There's been a lot of heartbreakers. I mean, a couple of years ago was beyond like. I mean, yeah, oh, uh, the,
1: the the pass.
2: The, yes. But. It's it, yeah. But so anyway, back to your question. Drinking now. Yeah. Um yeah. so yeah, girl, and I would say like now now as I mean, you know, i love Nick Chubb, I just do like I, you know, there, there's no way not to. Um you know, it's funny. I I I used to love Stafford and I used to but like I just I don't know. His wife kind of ruined that for me. <laughs> like uh, I just yeah. I can't really like root for him. I mean, he's still a dog. I'll always be a dog, you know, but I just can't um I can't root for him after that whole thing with his wife. And I don't know.
0: So Justin, who's your favorite? I Harmon. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Isaiah McKenzie.
1: Larry, you're such a dick. <laughs> no, probably AJ green. Yeah. yeah. I, I loved AJ. When he and Julio were coming out, I was like, Oh man. And you know, I'm a huge, I'm, I'm a Falcons fan. So yeah. I'm a huge Julio fan. So the two of them coming out and balling, it was fun to watch. So, yeah, AJ Green, probably.
2: Um, As a Jets fan, you, you'll appreciate this. So, my husband is slash was a Jets fan, whatever. But uh, my son's like, middle name is Namath. Oh. Like, for real. Like, wow. On his birth certificate, my son's middle name is Namath.
0: Interesting. You know, you, I, you I am – already.
2: I did because we made a deal that I was going to get the full full first and middle for the second kid, and then we never had one. So I got oh. screwed. He's like, if you give me nameth, I will give you full reign of the next kid and, like, both names, nothing. Wow. You know? And I was like, all right, deal. And then we never wow. had a second kid. And he, like, oh. secretly
1: went and got a vasectomy. He's like <laughs> No, we, we decided not.
2: No, we decided <laughs> nah, against, he, against yeah. it. Uh, we so, After the first one, we were like, what are we doing? Speaking oh, of
0: second nice. kids, I got a boy coming in January.
2: Will nice. his middle so, name be
0: Namath? Namath. Hmm. I gotcha. just wrote yeah. it down. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. We call him for
2: short. Name. Hey, name, nameth You know yeah. what's I don't funny? Think you
1: have to use his middle name to as yeah. a uh, the nickname there.
2: Yeah. <laughs> You know it's funny though? So my son has seen, you know how Joe like Joe does those like stupid life insurance commercials or whatever sure. they are. Yeah. Yeah. My son my son's like, really? This is the yeah. guy? And we're like, no, but guy. You, don't under- like, you don't understand. <laughs> like we try to whip out the old pictures of him with the, you know, but he's like, you, you name me he's like, you name me after this dude. Like, no, yeah. really,
1: this 65 year old bag or 85
0: year old man.
2: Really. <laughs> so, the fantasy landscape when you got started, I mean, as far as like in the last just in the last six years of being involved in the industry, sure, um, it's kind of crazy. I mean, when I first started, it was just like there were maybe you know a handful of sites and we were all kind of doing our thing, and now there's just a million different sites, a million different ways to get content. There's the whole video thing, which um, is not my bag. I'm, I'm going to be straight up. Uh, I'm not. Right. not, in,
0: for not into
2: the whole TikTok. I, I don't understand. I mean, I may sound like an old lady yelling at clouds when I say this, but I don't <laughs> like. I don't get it.
0: If you're going to put the, the starts and the sits, that's okay. What's wrong with that? The start um, sit TikTok.
2: <laughs> oh <God. laughs> this is Larry's just, new is. thing. Start,
1: that's what you should do, Larry. <laughs> Larry
0: well, that Monkey my, That it. should be my new TikTok. Okay. Are you gonna wear
2: like a monkey suit and like there'll be bananas <laughs> yes. falling from the screen? Yeah, is different. Hey, I oh, just gave talking. you. I just yeah, gave you a mon- thing, Look
1: Larry. We good. can monetize this. We I can do it. Exactly. We can do it. <laughs> I do it. My
0: monkey mask is right over there. If, I, if I'm gonna get another beer, I'll go grab it. But
1: I'll show you. <laughs> if He says he's gonna get another beer. That's cute. <laughs>
0: I'm telling you, man. The,
2: uh, but yeah, listen, just, I don't mean to insult the people that are doing it because I get it, and they obviously have an audience. Right. It's just, yeah, it's it's just not my thing. So, how many leagues are you in? How do you say it, Justin?
1: Okay. Lineup setting leagues. How many lineup setting leagues? Because best ball doesn't okay. count.
2: No, best it, ball doesn't it, count. It, it doesn't. Um, it um, never.
1: No. Drafts it, are fun, but they, you know, that doesn't. The drafts are great, and
2: I'm, I'm at about 50 of those right now for this yeah. season. It
1: doesn't create um, Sunday morning stress.
2: No, no, no. Um, as far as straight up redraft, I am in this year, probably, uh, I guess maybe five. Yeah, light, easy, easy. Some. I do. Um, other than like actually working, and, and I have to do the inactives right. list and all the other things. But yes, um, yeah, I keep it light. I mean, I have I have mm-hmm. one long standing regular redraft. I have okay. one long standing auction, which is also redraft. There's a ladies league that Liz Loza started uh, last year. I've heard about this. I assume yeah. we're doing it again. It's crazy. It's like 14-team Superflex All-Ladies. Of course it
0: is. We've um, we had Liz
2: on the show. Yeah, she, so, said that
0: was, she said that was her favorite
2: format. Yeah, so team we super are... Flex, yeah, flex. so except for last year, she kind of screwed up the... Because it was the first year, and she set it up last minute, and so she, there was only four teams that made the playoffs, like out of fourteen. Like it was oh, wow. just, and you. I was team five, and I was yeah. pissed. I'm oh, like, I terrible. should be in here right now. You yeah, gotta I mean, have at least can make six.
1: Wait, can six you is make my that? magic she number. not talk 14. to one of the
2: engineers at Yahoo to f- to fix that. I'm sure she could have, but by the time we figured it out, and I was pissed because I was team five, and I was like, well, oh, I should oh, be in here right it. now. Yeah, and then typical Yahoo, right there, right. (laughs) And then I'm in like a kind of another industry-ish league. And then this year, actually, I am doing um, it's kind of nuts. We're doing so. John Paulson, who's our director of forecasting at 444, he does all our rankings. Um, He and I um, have were asked to be in this league. It's the Hall of Fantasy League. Yes, I have you heard to of it
0: today? I listened to it today.
2: Oh, you listened to oh, me and John. A little, uh,
0: little prep, but yeah, it was. Uh, oh, know, okay. I like
2: to prep for all of my guests. So yeah, we are we are the Boston Barflies. Um, not by choice. They they gave us the Boston team.
1: Um, but yeah, it's really
2: cool. It's actually so the whole league is commissioned by Terrell Davis. Oh, cool. And then wow. we each yeah, there's ten teams, and it's all like it's all industry people. So John and I are sharing a team, and then. We're against you know a bunch of different teams from from the industry, and then um, we are all paired with a, a Hall of Fame. Was oh, it a Hall of Fame player or just a player? It might just be, I, yeah. so yeah. our player. We have Patrick Chung um, from the Patriots. He, yeah, yeah. yeah, he is he is our he is our you know DB, player. DB, yeah, I'm not sure. John and I are not really sure what his involvement will be in, in this league, but <laughs> um,
0: hopefully he'll just like you know yeah in the background
2: listen if he if he, <laughs> like if he's an avid fantasy player like that's he's welcome to like you know be all about it but it's a it's an option league which is going to be interesting and it's going to be broadcast wow. live cool. and the whole thing about i guess if you listen to the pod you heard but the whole hall of fantasy league the concept like people can stake like put money basically it's like they can buy like shares it's like there, there's going to be shareholders on our team um as okay. the season goes on you can like Stay in. Oh,
1: this out as it as it gets closer or yeah, whatever. Yeah. This out? That'd be cool. Yeah.
2: I yeah. you uh you do these perfect
0: draft series mm-hmm. with four for four, where kind of like a this, this is the pick I would take with this this draft spl- slot. And yeah, uh, you recently just did the tenth pick. It was a half PPR one quarterback league, mm-hmm. Travis Kelsey. Mm-hmm. Now, was that a no-brainer pick at the 10 spots? Because you know, again, I'm in some redrafts and I'm so immersed in the dynasty life, the dynasty mindset that when I do these redraft leagues, you know, I'm a little I have that dynasty mind that goes into there. And Larry
1: drafts like 19 rookies on every redraft team. I'm a big
0: yeah, I know. I'm a terrible <laughs> guy. I'm a terrible
1: <laughs> i it's, it's hard to like switch the <laughs> like flip the switch for him.
2: Well I'll tell, tell you yes tell me
0: about the Kelsey pick.
2: You know it is a no-brainer for me. I I love I love Kelsey always but at that pick at 10. Okay, so look, bringing out actual numbers for you to support like my, my why I like him there. But so last year Kelsey had 16.3 half PPR points a game, right? Which would have been wide receiver 4. Sure. So you figure, okay, if you I feel like anytime after like maybe pick 7, like in that first round, I feel like you can take Kelsey because at that point all the running backs that are going to score those points are off the board, right? Cuz okay, so for this season, Kelsey's projected for 251 half PPR points, right? And then once you get past RB4, they're all, like, a significant, like, 20, 30 points lower. So you're already missing out on that on that tier of running backs. If you're in, like, pick 10, if you're picking again in four picks, you're going to get an elite wide receiver then. You're going to get Adams or Diggs. Or, so why not take Kelsey and just lock up your tight end and be done with it? Because, I mean, if you have Kelsey, you don't have to take another tight end in, in that entire draft because – you'll you'll grab someone off the waiver wire for the bye week and you're good to go. Mm -hmm. So, like, if you lock up Kelsey as your number one guy, you're done for the draft with tight end and you don't have to, like, middle through the bullshit in rounds, you know, 7 through 12 and trying to be like, okay, is this year, is it going to be Troutman? Is it going to be Everett? Like, is this, you know, Irv Smith, this is the year. Like, I'm just, you know, like, if you can get Kelsey there, fantastic. And then if you're on the way back and you don't take Kelsey or whatever, I have no problem taking Waller either in that second round because I feel like... I don't know. I like to pay up for tight end because I feel like. um, Yeah. And there's so much, like wide receiver wise, you know, the top 10, like they're all going to be there when you come back around. You can still get, you know, when you're looking at opportunity costs, like you're not going to screw yourself. But I feel like if you reach for, I mean, not reach, but if you decide to go with, say, a Jonathan Taylor who may not pan out exactly how some people think he would, or a Saquon Barkley who may not, you know, I just feel like. I don't know. For me, for me, I'm I'm gonna take Kelsey there in redraft. I'm actually in best ball too. Um, you guys were talking dynasty, and I know you know it's blast for me, but I don't play dynasty on purpose. So on purpose. Wow. Yeah. Well, listen. I'll tell you. I'll give I'll give you the quick. My. It's probably not valid for most people, mm-hmm. but in my personal situation, it is. I am beyond burnout. Come Super Bowl, like I cannot think football for a minute. And the fact that, like, the day after the Super Bowl, people are talking Dynasty and trades—I like, just can't do it. I need to, I need to, like, decompress and, like, shut down and just not talk about football for like a month. Can like, I can. T-
1: are guilty of this <laughs> in a large scale. We're like, "Ooh, a startup! Let's do it!"
2: Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> Ooh, I mean, I just I done three startups by March, you know? Right. You know, and like, and there's listen, there's had there's I, there's...
2: I had I not worked full time in this industry. Like I probably would be playing dynasty right now. I, you know, I don't know how you would talk me out of it really, but it's just a decision I made like five, six years ago. And like every year, someone asks me to be in a dynasty startup and I'm like, Nope, Nope, Nope. And I'm just staying, I'm sticking to it. Yes. It's intriguing. Yes. I, I understand it. You know, right. I get it. And I, people always are like, give me the whole chess versus checkers thing. Like I get <laughs> it. I, I totally <laughs> absolutely understand it. And I understand the appeal. It's, it's just, just something it's just something i just can't add to my plate i'm just too there's just my my plate and my workload during the fantasy like during the season is ridiculous and so i just like come around week like 14 15 is like really where it starts to be like okay i right. can barely see straight but i got to just get to the end um and so once once the season's over i need a month to just not think about football yeah, and well, um, when you can't do that, that is, if you're on Dynasty. You right. have to pay attention year round. Well, and I just one of the things it.
1: that drew me to Dynasty was being a wheeler and a dealer. Like, I like to send trades. I would always make a few trades in redraft leagues, which is it seems oh, impossible. Oh, I do too. To no,
2: so I like trading. Yeah.
1: How, do you do you like to to make moves during the season? Yeah. In, in your redraft leagues,
2: uh huh, for sure. Because
1: I know a lot of people. I, I had to convince a buddy to start making moves. He was like, I don't trade. I'm like, dude, you could make your team better, you know? Yeah, really? I mean, I'm not yeah. going to
2: trade just to trade, but I'll sure, certainly – I will always entertain trades, and I will send you know. some depending on what's going on.
0: When you're going into a draft now, are you running backs girl? You like to get the QBs, lock them up? I mean, you mentioned the tight end, If depending on your draft slot. Is that how you approach the draft in general? You just, it just depends on the draft slot, whether you're going to go you know, QB heavy, RB heavy?
2: Yeah, and- I'm kind of a go with the flower. I definitely am not – I don't go heavy running back ever. It's just wow, not something. Really? Yeah, no, it's just no, no. not something I do.
1: Did you see that SFB team?
2: I like Ooh. to get. Yeah, yeah. You saw my <laughs> SFB team exactly. Um, I do like. I like to get as you see in the SFB team. I like to get one good. Like, like. Listen, if I'm in the front half of a draft, right. I will most likely be taking a running back. Right. Uh-huh. If I get to the if I if I'm in you know pick six through twelve, I'm either taking you know the top tight end or I'm taking a wide receiver. Uh, But yeah, I do like to get like one good running back, and then I I don't mind playing the waiver wire for the RB two spot, you know, because I feel like there's so many, there's just so many running backs that just show up later. There's so many injuries, and I just Mm. feel like, you know, wasting, you know, going for two stud running backs. I feel like you're just going to be depleted somewhere else. Yeah, one
1: thing you're never going to find is an elite wide receiver on the on the waiver wire. Like that just doesn't happen. No. But it happens yeah. all the time with running backs. I mean, it, does. it literally does.
2: It does. I mean, I don't yeah. want to go in with nothing because, like, I think I tried that last year in a league, and I really screwed myself. I remember specifically that I had, I had both Damian Harris and James White, and it was such a shit show every week <sighs> trying trying to pick yeah. which one, if not. Yeah, and sometimes, can't I, sometimes play that. I picked can't both, play. and it just it was such a. And last year was just bad with them anyway. They were both horrible. Right. Um, yeah. And it's funny because everyone's <laughs> trying to talk you into Damian Harris again. I'm like, I don't know. I've started to come around, and I've taken him a few times in ball, but I don't know. So I like to get like one good running back, and then I'll kind of maybe play the play That's the game right. with that second spot, um, and then wide receiver. You know, I like to have good, you know, obviously good wide receivers, and and then I always, as I told you, you know, I always I stream kicker and defense. I'm um, quarterback. I'm kind of you know it's interesting. I, I was I was on a pod the other day we were talking about this. Like quarterback is really depending on your lead, but i like you know, listen, I, I would like to have one of the good Russian quarterbacks. I, I think that's, you know, something that's important. If, if I don't get that though, I'm not going to like freak out. I'll, if I, if I ended with Tannehill or Stafford, like I'm fine with that. I don't think it's, you know, the worst thing to happen.
0: Is there a quarterback you're targeting? This season, like, is there I I you, know, you have him. anybody in mind? I mean, you're not going to be someone that's going to take one in the early rounds, right?
2: No, no, and you know what? No, a guy that's kind of intriguing to me this year that a lot of people are blowing off is Russell Wilson. Like, I just feel yeah. like he's he's falling, but like it's still Russell Wilson. Like, he's still going to run. we
1: blowing off. This podcast is blowing him. Oh, off. you are
2: well, well. Listen, I mean, he's still going to run. He's still going to do his thing. Is. Like, I just don't well, think he's got think a new he,
0: offensive coordinator. So.
2: Right. Yeah. There might Schottenheimer be someone, is gone. Like, yeah. Maybe
0: he won't, because the thing, with, the thing with Russell Wilson is he always fizzles out at the end. It's
1: not even that. It's like a hot, cold situation where yeah. he can win you a week. But is that always,
2: kids. or is that just last year? No, like, it's always. Like, he did the
1: same thing, in 2019, yeah, he did the same thing in 2019. Yeah. I think in 2018, he was hot in, in the second half of the season. But he was real cold in the first half. Like, He's holy he's been up and down. Yeah. One I mean, the, I
2: not yeah, I wouldn't say I'm targeting him per se, yeah. but I feel like he's the kind of guy that if he falls far enough, then uh um, It's I all relative. He like he's yeah. not
1: he's not throwing up Daniel Jones, Sam Darnold weeks.
2: Right. But he love, is
1: giving you lower than expected you know, are high-end uh, QB1 weeks.
0: But that's and what we're talking about. We're talking about a late-round guy that's under the radar, and I think and Wilson's a great example of – In a I home
1: league play. or, or
2: – Yeah, in a home yeah. league he that's may not fall. You're right. Because in- everyone's
1: going to look at that end-of-season total and be like, yeah, he was You're great. Right. In and home he was league he will go,
0: like, according weeks. to yeah. plan, he will go, like, yeah, he'll, he'll, be, he'll, he'll, he'll only five, fall in, like,
1: six, yeah.
2: yeah. I mean, Stafford is always in the mix for me, you know. I mean, he's got – I don't know how – yeah. I don't know how he doesn't succeed this season, like with yeah. the weapons he has, with the coach he has. Like I don't know how he doesn't succeed. And like right now, let's see, he's going in the he's going in the late seventh right now. Mm-hmm. Um, which, you know, I mean
1: that may still be too early for me. Yeah. I, I try mean, to wait until nine or ten for my quarterback. No, yeah,
2: win. I do too, depending on what's and, there. And
1: both, both my redraft leagues are I bartend at Buffalo Wild Wings, and I run one of the leagues, and then one of my buddies runs the other, and we, we coordinate our drafts and schedule them for the same weekend and everything. So we just go back-to-back back Saturday and Sunday.
0: Oh, that sounds a uh, Great weekend.
1: It is. And, I'm, in fact, and I got a buddy. both at the bar? I'll give you a little secret, people. Ooh. I always come <laughs> out in the ESPN Top 300, whatever, and I give it to everyone in the league uh, <laughs> because I know they're looking at the same list I yep. am. If I give it to them, now there might be one or two guys, and plus it's like there it's little teeny tiny print, so some of the guys can't read it. But if I can get eight of the dudes listening, like that are drafting, to look at the same list I am, I can kind of manipulate that. There's a trick for you folks. Bring cheap seats for everybody. Give everybody That's a nice cheat-tinks. trick. That is a nice <laughs> trick. Like Saturday morning, I'll be in there and I'll print out twelve copies, and Sunday morning I'll do the same thing. You, can could, you
0: could actually set up your own ADP and print that out and hand it out.
1: Oh, that would be dirty
0: yeah, You just make <laughs> up
2: whatever you want. Not that dirty. You know, it's funny. So this one same league that I'm talking about, like by the time I get to that, I don't even have a cheat sheet. Like they all just laugh at me because I just, it's all in the brain. Like I've done yeah, so right many drafts at that it, point. Yeah. The tears are already there in the brain. Like I've written so much content and I've done so many best ball drafts. And then we also do like at four for four, we do a ton of staff drafts beforehand. Like I've done between mocks and everything for for work-wise that I roll into the my redraft league with nothing, like and they're just like, what? I'm like, listen, I just I know who I want at this round. I know what's happening. Let's just go, you know. They all think I'm nuts, but Fishbowl Scott
0: posted. I guess there was a I was, well, was some nonsense on Twitter. I think one day and then he was just like, any woman that wants to get in the fishbowl yeah. is in. Is in. I don't know. I don't even know how to pose the question now that I've had a few beers, but
2: you can pose it any way you want. Okay, seriously, there's nothing okay.
0: that affects okay. women of fantasy football. I mean, right. We love it. We're I mean, I don't know why anybody would have a problem with women being in fantasy football. I think women are smarter than men anyway. I'm an HR guy, so my profession just tends to have a lot of women in it. I'm not gonna get all f- fussy because some chick is like doing this in the same line of work as, as me or or whatever. It's just part of life. Some of my favorite bosses, but whatever. I don't even know what
1: the fuck this, is say, the ramble, no, this is quite the ramble, Larry. I
2: understand what you're
0: saying. I do. What's your take on the, the fantasy? I mean, I feel like there's a boom happening right now. It's just like the content. There's a lot of women in fantasy in fantasy Twitter and uh, they all have their different uh, contributions and stuff. Do you see it as a positive? Are we headed in the right direction or do we still have a ways to go here?
2: Um, it's kind of a, a mixed, mixed slash loaded question for me. I th- oh it's definitely a positive, like just, you know, diversity in general in the fantasy football scape, absolutely a positive. Do I love every woman that's sh- sh- cropped up in the last two years? No. Do I love what they're doing? No. Sure. Um, some of it, I'm just like, what are you doing? Like, I, it's just not, you know, but there are plenty of women that are doing, you know, legitimate content. My thing for, for women in, in the fantasy industry, like, I guess I've never really looked at it as, as, like you said, okay, you're in HR, right? And you have, to me, I feel like it's like if you're in any other profession, right? You don't wanna be like, oh, she's good for a woman. Like, it's like, you just be good at what you do regardless of what industry you're in. So like, for me, I work my butt off and I I create content and I do what I, you know, but as just a person that's in the fantasy football world, like I don't do it. I don't know, I'm one of those people, like, I think a lot of women come into this kind of with a chip on their shoulder, like, Hey, I'm a woman and I know football, you need to respect me. And re- and like, you got to earn the respect regardless of your, of your gender. So like, I feel like a lot of people come in super like, like aggressive and oh, super yeah, like,
0: yeah, yeah. And
2: it's like, I've never fought with anybody on Twitter about anything. Like I just, and I've been on Twitter for 12 years, like talking football and I right. just, it's not part of who I am. Like I just, and maybe it's because maybe because I'm like that, I don't get the. the well, bullshit. I feel like,
0: like you also command you command a great deal of respect because you are you've been around for a while, you ha, and you have a lot of knowledge, and you you know you you you're, you're famous for your content and stuff, and you know these. Young folks. that I don't know about famous,
2: to- but I do appreciate well, that. <laughs> you know, you first,
0: These young folks burst onto the yeah. scene and they, you know, they instantly going to get attacked by all these douchey guys that don't, that don't believe a woman has any right. role See, in fantasy football. There's that angle too. And
2: there is, oh, but it's the, interesting. Cause I, mean, I don't get that. Like even yeah. in the beginning, like nobody has ever come at me with like, make me a sandwich or, I don't get any of that. <laughs> and I never have. but I don't know if it's because, like, I'm older, I'm married. Like, I don't put, I don't know, you know, yeah. like, I don't know what it, what it is. I would and, and
1: consider you kind of lucky that you haven't had to deal with those kind of douchebags. Right. No, for you, sure. I've seen it. And no, it's I've seen it too. For sure. It's ugly.
2: No, I've seen it and I know it exists and, and it's crap because it shouldn't be that way. But I feel like a lot of women kind of come in just kind of already like, with that, like mindset,
0: Literally. like right. they're ready like, to adjust. Yeah. Respond. Like
2: I'm here, respect me. This is what I do. And I feel like, I don't know. I've always been a proponent of just like the space is big enough for everybody. And it doesn't really matter like right. who you are. Like, it's kind of like, I don't know, like, in, like the NFL in general. Like, I think, I think they do such a poor job of catering to women because they feel like, you know, I'm sure you got, I don't know if you guys have heard the, you know the term "shrink it and pink it," but like, but that's what they do with yeah. all their gear. It's right, like all right. their sh- all their shit is too small, and it's all pink and glittery. And right, it's like, right, come right. on! Like, there's real women out there that would like to buy a, you know, a Jets mm-hmm. jersey, and you, it's it's fucking pink with rhinestones on it, and it's like this big. And you're <laughs> and like, and I went
1: to buy that? my wife a jersey for because we were going to a game, and she is a she was a very casual, uh, <laughs> very casual Cowboys fan.
2: Right. Mostly because uh, she still know, uh.
1: yeah, well, she's a casual Mississippi State fan. And so Dak was there. And then her first fantasy football team, she had Zeke. So she called Zeke her baby daddy. And, okay. so, and, and so I didn't hate her for that. Like, okay, she had two ties to the team with her fantasy team and then with Dak.
2: That's legit. Okay, that's fine. That's
1: fine. Right, so right, you right. can have the Cowboys. So I went to look for a Zeke jersey. And it's like everything was just – I finally found just a regular color rush jersey, which for them is just white and blue. <laughs> Right, but in in a female cut, you know, and it's like okay. Well, there you go. Here, right? No, jersey. it's hard. Yeah, but weeding through the bullshit of like it's like okay for you know I'm a redneck and uh what? I shoot bows. Well, female bows are like making them pink. So you don't carry a p- a pink bow into the woods. So I know. It's, it's, it's they really do the same silly. thing in that genre as they right. do in football. It's like we have to want we yeah. have to you know feminize everything just so it'll sell. Like no, you don't. No,
2: and it's silly. And I feel like, like you said, like with, yeah. And like in the fantasy, I guess it somewhat loosely translates to the fantasy football world where like, it's just kind of, I think if women just come in and and if you really want to, you know, make an impact in this industry, whether it's just a hobby or whether you're, you know, going for an actual job, like just work as you would in any other industry, like put your head down, do the work, you know, be yourself. Like, I feel like yeah, like sometimes the chip is not necessary. I mean, look, if someone's going to send you some bullshit, like make me a sandwich or go back in the kitchen, yeah, you can respond and whatever. But I feel like sometimes it's, it's some people are a little more aggressive about it. And I just, um, I don't know. I'm not really here You're, for it. it
1: that's good advice though. It, it is good advice. Like put your head down, grind just like mm-hmm. everybody else and, yeah. and yeah. make your way into the into the uh, community or whatever.
2: Yeah. yeah. And they're that's out
1: cool.
0: there. I mean, we've seen it.
2: Oh, there's a lot of women that are not. Yeah. There's, there's many women that, that, you know, have been doing great things and not just new, you know, like I said, I've been here for six years, but there's been a, you know, a few women that have been here for, you know, three or four years, like, um, like Lauren Carpenter, stepmom, Lauren, like she's, she's very like, you know, she puts her head down. She works. She's, you know, she's got humility. She just does the job, you know? Um, Samantha Holt. I don't know if you know yep. you guys know who she is. Same thing. She's been on the show. Yeah. and Lauren. We've been going back yeah. and
0: forth for about a year trying to get her on.
2: Yeah, so, I mean uh, she's great. Right. Like these. Out, yeah. yeah, and these women are you know that they they're they're good at what they do. They 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 just work like everybody else. They don't make a spectacle of like look at me. I'm doing this. You know, and I feel like there are a few of the newer crop that are all look at me. This is what I'm doing, and and that's fine. You know, because. Some of them have actually, you know, gotten what they want out of it. So everyone can kind of do their things. And I think there's enough room. I mean, look, we all know that this market, you know, it is pretty saturated. But at the same time, there's plenty of room for all of us to do our thing.
0: You need the personalities, you know, you need that color. You, yeah. uh, it's like a, you know, it's like a big high school uh, recess yard or whatever. Everybody's, <laughs> Everyone's got their little clicks in there. You know, it's all like. Fantasy footballville,
1: you know? yeah.
2: So there are a lot of clicks. I'm not. I'm not a fan of the clicks. No, I'm, I'm the not clicks there for that.
1: Wrong on Twitter, man. Uh,
2: it, it's it's yeah. It's very um, especially the new crop. It's a very like incestuous clicky thing that I just don't really, you know, whatever. How
0: about uh? So are you a hot wing person at all by any chance? I am very much really? so. Yes. Because we're doing Weird. a best ball. I don't know. You're a fan of best balls. We're doing a I uh, am. a hot. We're doing a hot best ball live draft. It will be on YouTube and wait. Are you eating wings during the draft? We're eating
1: hot ass shit.
0: We're eating hot sauce. Like, so you could you could you put it on? Wait, you're you're just eating the sauce, like
1: not the wings. No, we're gonna put it on something. Okay.
0: Okay. So last year was the first (laughs) annual, and we had a uh, an MC, twelve team, I guess. And after every round or every couple rounds, we'd escalate to another sauce. I had like a frozen pizza, and I put some sauce on the frozen pizza to eat it and stuff like that. Right. So. When's that happening? We are. We're, just, uh, we're, we're trying, trying to figure, figure out, a out a date. date. It's looking <laughs> like yeah. I might need night. to know
1: whether I got a request off from the bar for that night. You know, I only work oh. a couple nights a week, but it's like, man, do I need to request off to figure this out? So <laughs> yeah. we're in the process as okay. of this week, trying to figure out like. Well, just down you know, it.
2: keep me in the loop. I like I like I like wings and I like best ball. So if you're if interested, if yes,
0: <laughs> yeah. If you're interested, I will definitely keep you in the loop. It most likely will happen probably around the last week of August. Yeah. Before the season starts.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah, that would be, be
1: nice. We got to figure that out. So that
0: that'd would be, be the cool. uh,
1: coming in hot. Yeah, it's a
0: coming in right. hot draft. And what else? One more
1: thing.
0: Oh, what else do I have?
2: I don't know. Let me, let me look at the loose agenda and see what well, you no, know.
0: I'm, I'm off the loose agenda <laughs> oh, okay. right now. I got this. I got this monkey He's knife going fight. rogue. We have oh, the monkey knife tell, fight. Tell folks affiliate. about the
1: monkey knife fight. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm trying to find the.
2: Uh... I played a lot of monkey knife fight last year because we were. Uh... <laughs>
1: well, we we have partnered with monkey knife fight. Nice. We a whole read, Larry. Yeah, I, I'm looking for the read. Oh but, my god.
2: Uh... Well, let's let's riff on the read because I'll, I'll help you because last year we we partnered with monkey knife fight, so yeah, I played we've... a lot. Yes. I played a lot of it last year. It was okay. fun. We partner
1: with Lucky Night Fight, and they are going to match up to a hundred dollar deposit. Yeah, right? we don't right?
2: need uh, We're I'm nice. going to skip the read.
0: Yeah, hundred, but they'll match up to hundred dollars for a new uh, subscriber, a new uh, yeah. app downloader, or whatever. you to call
1: it. Use our code, Hot Sauce, all hot one sauce. word. Correct.
0: There you go, Hot Sauce, one word, and you know that'll get you that hundred dollar or the yeah. up to ma- the matching. It's they the sent me. A, they sent me a list of words you're not allowed to say.
2: You've yeah, already no. said like three of them. I,
0: I may have said a couple. I'm not sure. I gotta see. I oh. think.
2: Well, I, I, yeah. I'm, I assume it's like bet. Listen. Yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah, so yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, no, we're not using that. Yeah. <laughs> you Draft just, some teams. Month. They'll match your deposit up to a hundred dollars right. with our code word, our hot our sauce. fancy code word, hot sauce, all one word. And uh, yeah, yeah support you. our our friends over at Monkey Knife Fight. How about yes. that, Larry? See there? Do it. I mean, yes. I'm, I'm oh, listening to... to the podcast. Hey,
0: you want to hear what's on tap? Monkey night? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah. So yeah, go out and do that. And that'll be cool. Do you guys yeah. sleepers or late round? Late yes. round.
1: Yes. Uh, them. let them. Let's hear them.
2: I actually wrote some Anybody stuff special? down for this, including yes. like actual data. So um, who's on the, the radar? radar. Nope.
1: I'm breaking okay. out my phone, get my notepad. Listen, out.
2: these well, like they're not anyone you've never heard of. I mean, let's let's be sure,
1: but later. no, I mean,
0: listen, me and right. Justin, we're Dynasty degenerate. Oh, I got so. you. So
2: okay, so number one, well, not this is not in order. This is just whatever. But I am I am a big proponent of Jamal Williams this year in Detroit. I think he's, uh, oh, he's gonna be a really? look, you've got so On Johnson and Adrian Pearson are gone, right? That leaves two hundred and thirty-nine touches. DeAndre mm. Swift can't do all that, right? They gave Jamal Williams a shitload of money. I don't remember the exact but like his contract was a lot, you know, for for yeah. uh, Go ahead. he was like the third highest. I don't know, I don't remember the actual yeah, standard. But decent anyway. Deal. Yeah, so I think they're going to use him, and I think that he's, you know, he's a twelfth rounder. I think he's a great candidate if someone's going to go zero RB or, and you know, God forbid something happens to Swift, he's yeah. uh, he's in a good spot. So that's my one. My second is also a running back. Uh, I like Philip Lindsay. Mm-hmm. I lo- well, I love Philip Lindsay in general, but I mean the guy. Okay, he's undrafted, right? He cranks out two thousand yard seasons. I mean, the guy, and he's like what five five? He's phenomenal. Yeah. I love him. You've anyways, an up- so- and,
0: and you've had an up close. <laughs> Look, at. I have, have.
2: but yeah, so look, he's in a very crowded Mm -hmm. backfield in Houston. We know that, but like, he's the youngest running back there by like five years, except for, they have some guy, I can't remember his name right now, but, um, they have some like, you know, five down the depth chart. He's like 27, but the rest of them are old. You got Rex Burkhead, Mark Ingram, David Johnson. Like, I feel like Philip Lindsay is going to emerge sooner than later. Now, look, the only thing there, obviously, Houston's going to suck. We all know that, right? Yeah. So they may of, have to throw. A lot, lot of
0: dump-offs to Lindsay. Yeah. right?
2: Um, right. I was mm-hmm. going to say, they may have to throw a lot, which which is not great, but at the same time, I think there will be dump-offs. And I think Lindsay just finds a way to make it happen. And he's super cheap. I mean, he's a 15th rounder Definitely. in best He's ball.
1: like a, the last pick yeah, right. before your kicker and your defense. Yeah,
2: yeah, like he's totally free. And yep. if he doesn't pan out, you know, you send him to the waiver wire, but I think he's a, he's a good gamble there. Nice. Um, my last guy that I like is a is a wide out and that would be Emmanuel Sanders. Mm. Um, a lot of people are going uh, for Gabriel Davis, but the thing is, like all the reports from camp, you know, are that Josh Allen like per like he requested Emmanuel Sanders to come here. Um he wants Emmanuel Sanders really? and that he's possibly gonna be the guy on the outside with Diggs and not Gabriel Davis. So Um, They're both, uh, at the moment, they're, I think, in the same round. Like, I think they're both 12th rounders, him and Davis. But um, And people are scared of Sanders because he's older, but he's also a veteran and he's good, you know. And he's and pretty – I mean, last year he was healthy after his injuries. So he's someone that's super cheap. And, um, you know, they say he's going to take over John Brown's role instead of Davis. So Hmm. I like him. To be
1: honest, I can't figure out the Gabriel Davis hype.
2: No, just, people love him. And I, I mean, whatever. I just, I don't know. I and mean, we don't know what's going to happen with Cole Beasley. Like, is he going to be there? Is he not? Is he going to like, you know, refuse to play and ref- refuse to, you know, cause he already said he's not going to do the, the, the vaccination protocol. So if uh. he doesn't do that, I don't know if he's going to be on the team. <laughs> I mean, he, you know, he can't refuse to like, so I don't know, but I do like Sanders. I think a lot of people are just kind of blowing him off cause he's older and They've decided that, you know, Gabriel Davis is sexier and younger, but you can kind of scoop, scoop in and, and get Sanders for really cheap. And, uh,
1: you can get him for dirt-ass cheap right now. Yeah. Might get yeah. For, in Dynasty, yeah. you might get him for a fourth-round pick.
2: Yeah. He said he's probably like he's going right, as like a wide receiver five or six, and he might put up wide receiver three numbers. You never yeah. know. So those are my three guys.
0: That's fair. Nice little late-round steal. I guess the Saints wish they never let him go, right? oh yeah they're at this point
2: well they finally got a wide receiver too and then they let him go it's like they took it's they spent a decade trying to get somebody there and then they let him go it didn't really make sense but
0: i don't know i'll be at jets camp on wednesday I'm going to. <laughs> I'll, I'll post some videos to. to Twitter. Is Zach Wilson
1: finally on the on the practice? Yeah, field? yeah
2: man, he is there. He's, throwing, he's making plays. Yes. I can't get behind him. I think it's because it looks like he's 12. Like I yes. just can't. Yeah,
1: I've been saying that same thing. Like I, I can't need do it. This is why I need to be there tell in tell person, pre- <laughs> I need to see
0: what this guy looks like as a real person throwing the ball.
1: Prepubescent 13
0: yeah. year old. I mean, he looks
2: like my, like I have a 12 year old, and like they could just stand next to each other and be like seventh graders right. together. See, right.
0: See, that's the thing. This is why I want to go. So I'm. Oh, um,
2: just because minutes.
1: we're old and we think yeah, he looks like he's exactly 12, he yeah. like he's we're old and he does look <laughs> like he's <13. laughs> You're <still> mistaking this. <laughs> uh,
0: I just want to see what this guy looks like in person, and I'm excited. yeah. I'm,
1: like, I've never seen anybody with less wrinkles. I know mine. Like I mean, almost three year old has a wrinkle at that point. <laughs> you know.
2: Well, you know his mom is kind of going to be a problem.
1: Uh, everyone talks. Heyo. About him. Yeah.
0: <laughs> hey, hey, hey! Oh, if I bump into his mom and she, whatever she wants to do, I'm probably I'll be down. Why not?
2: All right? Well, she, knowing that your wife
1: hates fancy football, she's not going to hear this part of the podcast. So is she? It.
2: Is she your free pass?
1: oh
0: I don't even know,
1: man. She I mean, have a free down. pass? Do you
2: guys have a free pass?
1: No, I haven't laminated a list yet, so not no, not, I'm life. not
2: talking lamination, I mean, just verbal. Like- <laughs> I,
1: I,
0: no, I do not. This is I okay. Have
1: a free pass. You have a free
0: pass,
2: I do actually. And the funny thing about it is, Ooh. it's not even like, yeah, I, yes, I do You're have like one free- down the
1: street. That's all, Lindsay. No. Hey.
2: No. Oh, god, no, 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 I do have a free pass, but it's funny because it's not like a physical thing, it's like so. I don't know if you guys like Wilco but like I like I'm obsessed with Jeff Tweedy and No, like, he's, Jeff like, Tweedy really? Yes, that's no. what I'm saying like f- not physically but like I'm just obsessed yeah, I was gonna
1: with him. Say, really? Okay.
2: No, Not physically You're but he like- is he's my free pass like I just love him. I love his oh, voice. My I love Wilco, and yeah, I don't know. And so once I again, but yeah, so anyway, Jeff Tweedy is my free pass because I love him. But
1: um, it's such an awkward free pass. <laughs> I'm just going to put it out there. It's, yeah, listen, it's
2: not like, yeah. I mean, you'd think it would be like Brad Pitt or
1: whatever. I don't know. That's a, literally the name that was in my yeah, head. Like,
2: I know. Why not? I, I just love, I love Jeff Tweedy.
1: I have a but Jeff Tweedy a story. Like, you okay, know, let's
0: you, hear it. I saw Jeff Tweedy play. plates. So I, so I, I go to uh, Mountain Jam. It's a music festival at Hunter Mountain up in New York. Was uh, like like two hours from here. Anyway, Jeff Tweedy's playing by himself.
2: Oh, uh, I love that Tweedy acoustic solo. stuff. God, I love oh, it.
0: Dude, It was it was the it was the exact Maybe opposite the cold. No, no, he was such a dick. Yeah, he was. Oh a yeah, dick.
2: he's a total dick. I love it.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he gets
2: pissed. He gets pissed when people talk. Like he gets really the, mad.
1: The Monday mommy <laughs> likes a dickhead. Got it. That has worked for me in the past, so I know That's it why works.
0: She's on Twitter, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's funny. So yeah, so he's playing every song. You you, you just want to hang yourself to it. Like during this set, he's being <laughs> a dick, and then every song, he's just like he's 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 arguing with the crowd, oh. and then he's going he rips into this song where you just want to just you know you just <gasps> chug a bottle of poison. Wow. <laughs> so,
1: clearly, clearly, Larry didn't include Jeff Tweedy on his. I think no. widespread panic played that night.
2: All right, so uh. Thanks for having us. we got the senior editor, the writer, (laughs) (laughs) co-host. What's
1: (laughs) damn it, Larry? You've been drinking too much again. Tell the people about our guest here. I'm sorry.
2: Um, But anyway, yeah. So I am, uh, yeah, senior editor and writer for 4 I've got a lot of content. We actually, as a site, right now have a shitload of content like seriously the, yeah we've got you a ton
0: what? i wanted to i want to interrupt one last time and yeah. just say that i did go on four for four and despite the paywall and stuff like that it was really a cool website like i was i could see myself signing up for four for 4. you should
2: and you know what i will tell you to, i will tell you something um i know that, that your uh monkey knife fight is, is your partner with but i will tell you that um if you don't have an underdog account do you have an underdog account
0: no i don't think so okay
2: it, right now, if you um, if you sign up for Underdog, if you put ten bucks in, that's it, ten bucks. Underdog will give you twenty five bucks, oh, and you get a free subscription to Four for Four. So oh. you're basically getting like a ninety dollar value for ten bucks. So um, just put in code Four for Four, like four, four, four. But if you do that seriously, if you spend number, ten bucks, number
1: four, letters, numerical four, F O R, numerical yes. four. Okay.
2: If you do that on Underdog, um, yeah. If you only you only have to spend ten bucks, they will. Underdog itself will give you twenty-five and you get a free year-long subscription to four for four. That's
1: a deal right there. For it me. is. It's it
2: is. And so
1: get your get your monkey knife fight match and yes. get your underdog for ten bucks. That's a that's yeah. a good deal. I like yeah. it. And the
0: site, the four for four sure. site, it's it's clean. It's mm-hmm. sharp. It's not like you know. It's not too busy. It's not stuff all over the place. And, yeah. and it's, you know, it's I mean, not, as
1: much as we as much as we like MFL, it's not MFL rudimentary. So,
0: you know. <laughs> you <laughs> yeah, do yeah. have dynasty content. We, uh, do. Before we, as do. Well. we um, do. we do. I am not a kind of part
2: of it, but we do. Yeah.
0: There's a number of different rankings. You got dynasty rankings, uh, yeah, and we rankings. also
2: have like we have betting and we actually yeah. had NBA this year for the first time and, and PGA as well.
0: Well, I mean the research tab is all this type of analysis. Yeah, oh, there's yeah, a ton a of stuff,
2: nice. and so yeah, go yeah, go get your go get your I thing. I really for 10 like bucks.
0: this. I'm definitely going to you should download underdog and put in ten bucks for I was poking around uh, four for four today and I was like wow this is like kind of my speed. Something uh-huh. like this. I, I kind of, uh, it resonated with me, you know, good. compared to other sites that are just kind of like all over the, not all over the place, but just like, I don't know. This is kind of like, I don't know. It's just clean. It's just clean. Good. Easy on the I'm eyes. glad
2: you like it. And we all, um, we have a great group of writers. Everyone's very chill, very cool. So um, I like it. Good content, good tools, all that stuff. Um, cool. So yeah, that's where you can find me. We kind of went off on a tangent there, but I yep. thought we we were we were wrapping up. But um, we do. We do. Yep. That is where you can find me. And then, of course, on Twitter, I'm at the Monday Mommy. Um, if you'd like to see me yell at clouds, I guess. Oh. Old baby. old lady yelling at clouds. Sure. <laughs> so your young whippersnappers on Twitter and your TikToks. Let's go! <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Dynasty Hot Sauce Podcast. <laughs> <laughs>
1: One, two, three, four! Larry Monkey and
2: Justin Rogers Talking Dynasty football, baby! Come get